Breaks for Salah. And Liverpool can counter-attack here. Firmino supporting Salah. Salah still going. Salah scoring. The drought is over. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. This time uh, we're reviewing the Southampton-Liverpool game. It was a Friday night football uh, I'm still not sure whether I like Friday night football. You're always kind of doing something on a Friday night, and uh, for a for a team in the in the running like like we are, I'm not sure I'm the biggest fan of Friday night football. But hey, nevertheless, um, <laughs> it would very much set the tone for the rest of the weekend, uh, depending on the results. So uh, we started off very slowly. Um, we didn't really have any urgency to our play, and uh, we were you know duly punished for that. About uh, about ten minutes in, roughly, um, when Southampton kind of played the ball well, Bertrand made it, made a good cross into into the box, which was headed on by Hoiberg, who um, just got ahead of Van Dijk and, and Shane Long. All I had to do was uh, control the ball in the six-yard box and, and smash it past uh, Allison. So uh, we started off really sluggishly, um, and obviously going behind didn't help that. But um, throughout the rest of the first half, we we slowly but surely grew in the game. Uh, we obviously, you know, we had the vast majority of the ball. That was always going to be a given in a game like this. Um, but we had the vast majority of the ball. We, we struggled to make any kind of clear-cut chances. Um, there was a chance where kind of Cater uh, hit the um, outside of the post, and, and I think Marnie had a header as well. But uh, other than that, we didn't really make any kind of clear-cut chances. Um, and the first chance, well, the, the, the goal, the, equal, the equaliser, uh, you know, I wouldn't have really said was a was a great chance for us, but it was a, it was a good ball into the box from Alexander-Arnold, um, once again showing why our fullbacks are so important um, to our game. Uh, when I, If you watch the um, review or listen to the review, sorry, of the Tottenham game, uh, I talk a bit about, you know, how important... Uh, Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold are to Liverpool and, and why I think that they are the best fullbacks in the world and once again they proved it today um, proved it against Southampton sorry and uh, the ball into the box from Trent was, was a great ball and out of all people who you probably wouldn't expect to be scoring headers it was it was Naby Keita um, it was a great header kind of right into the corner of the goal which gave uh, Angus Gunn very little um, kind of chance to save it he did fumble it a little bit but um, it was a great header from Naby Keita and it was a great time for for him to to notch his first Premier League goal um, it was a big uh, big boost for us um, so we went in half time one all uh, the equation's clear um, we knew we know what we needed to do and in the second half again we kind of struggled to break them down Obviously, Southampton still in a relegation uh, battle themselves, so still kind of fighting along on on that front. Uh, but um, we, yeah, we didn't really do too much to break them down and to, and to deserve to score really. But we did manage to score um, in the 80th minute when uh, Southampton had a corner and we were able to break away. And almost like um, last season uh, of Mo Salah, he was kind of taking on two defenders running straight at them, the defenders not knowing which way to go, which way to turn, and almost falling over themselves. Um, and then Salah at the edge of the box, then burying a shot past Angus Gunn into the corner. And um, you could tell that goal really meant a lot to both Salah and to the team. Um, and in the remaining 10 minutes of the game, we we were just a bit more relaxed with with our possession and things like that. And, and that obviously led to... Um, Jordan Henderson also getting his first Premier League goal of the season uh, in the 86th minute to wrap up a 3-1 victory. Um, it was, it was um, as I said right at the beginning of this episode, it was a very strange performance from Liverpool. Uh, we we started off slowly, 
Um, we looked a bit lethargic. Obviously, having had a week off, or we played on the Sunday, playing on the Friday, so we had a week to prepare for this game. Um, that that kind of baffled me and was slightly strange. Reason being, um, we, we know the equation in the Premier League. Uh, Man City are likely to drop very few points, if that, and we need to be we need to win every game basically um, to to give ourselves the best chance of, of winning this league. And what I what I didn't quite understand is that it, you know that's blatantly obvious. That's what we need to do, and so we can't afford to start off any game lethargically, whether it be in the Champions League or the Premier League. Um, so I'm not sure whether that was down to the messaging, whether that was down to some complacency because of the opponents we were facing. But um, we have quite we have a couple of games against teams like roughly around about this kind of relegation zone area. Um, the Cardiff game, for example, springs to mind, and these guys are going to be fighting for their lives, just like we are fighting for the title. And these games are not games where we can kind of ease into the game and kind of take it easy. Th- these teams will be will be at us from, from minute one, and uh, that means we need to be the same. Um, another uh, point I want to touch on uh, in this episode was about the goal scorers. So Mane, and I mentioned this in many episodes, that if we do win the league, I think it's, it will have been because of Mane's goals between January and March. But um, the three scorers in the Southampton game, so uh, Naby Keita, Mo Salah and Jordan Henderson, I think this game was great timing for for those for those guys to get their almost kind of first goals of the season and for Mo Salah, his first goal in, in nine, I think it is. Um, we, we are going to need anyone and everyone uh, to contribute uh, from a scoring and a defensive perspective over the next uh, five or six games uh, to try and win this league title. And for these guys to score now and for their confidence to be boosted at this time in the season is is critical and crucial and and I think could play a big role in us, um, you know, going on to, to lift the Premier League title and also going far in the Champions League. If you cast your minds back about a year ago, um, this is the time of the season where, where Mo Salah was, was almost unplayable. The, game, the Roma game comes to mind um, where he was just he was just unplayable. And if we, if Mo Salah can get back to anything like that over the next five weeks, we we increase our chances of of winning this league, you know, tenfold. Um, and with goals from Henderson after the game, he gave a, he gave a kind of um, an interview with Sky Sports talking about how he's been speaking with with Jurgen Klopp to to get further up the field and affect the the play um, in a more attacking sense. That's incredibly positive, um, which means that we may be seeing Henderson and Fabinho in the team, which I've said before. Um, I would like to see more of, um, and with Henderson playing a more advanced role, maybe we'll see that over the next couple of games. But um, I think for all three of them, it was great times to get their get their goals, um, and hopefully now they kick on and uh, you know continue to score more goals both in the Premier League and the Champions League for us uh, over the next coming weeks. On on that point of the Champions League, um, the the kind of final pit, bit and discussion I kind of want to have on the, on the episode today is about. Whether, whether or not the Champions League may actually be a distraction for us. Now, I know there was this talk back around December when we were top of the table at, at, you know, at, at Christmas and at New Year that maybe going out of the Champions League would be um, beneficial for us because it meant that we could focus on the league. But I think we've shown so far that being in the Champions League, testing ourselves against the best teams has actually helped us maintain a higher level of quality. Um, and so I very much still do believe that. Um, obviously, we have the Porto game 
this coming week uh, with the return leg the week after. Uh, and in between sandwich, we have the Chelsea game, um, arguably our toughest uh, Premier League game remaining. And um, it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see how we manage the kind of obviously the fitness and the performance aspect of it, but also how we measure the how we manage the performance aspect of the of the of the games. Um, they will all be intense games, you know. Port, although Porto, we kind of rolled them over quite easily in the Champions League last season. I think they will definitely learn from their mistakes. They are a very solid team. Uh, they've made it to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, so they are no pushover by any by any stretch of the imagination, and we will have to work hard to beat them. Um, and the same applies to Chelsea. Uh, the only possible saving grace is that obviously Chelsea have got the Europa League, um, but Sarri has been rotating the squad for the Europa League, so I don't think they will be too tired um, when it comes to Sunday's game against us. So, yes, yeah, so, so I'm still undecided as to whether the Champions League right now is going to be a distraction to us. If you were to offer me the opportunity if you were to offer me the fantastic opportunity of asking of making me choose between the Premier League and the Champions League I, I would choose the Premier League um, kind of more selfishly out of I've seen us win the, win the Champions League once in my lifetime so if we'd never win it again that would you know I could kind of uh, die happy but um, the Premier League I think means so much to, to the fans to the fans across the world and w- would just kind of cement our position as um you know, one of the top teams in the world, and having and if we do beat Man City to this to this league, we would have beaten a very very good team uh, to the league title. So I think, yeah, I think the Premier League for me is the preference. Um, it'll be interesting to see how how Jurgen Klopp manages the Champions League and, and Premier League. I fully expect him to put out our full strength team in all of them. I, I don't I don't expect him to kind of you know rotate the team very much. Um, I think Joe Gomez is back in the squad now, so we need to see if he comes back into the team. Um, I personally wouldn't be in favour of mixing it up. Uh, Matip has, uh, has played very well over the past couple of months. We haven't necessarily maybe kept as many clean sheets as we would have liked, but one, I don't think that's always necessarily Matip's fault. And also, um, I think we would just be messing with the kind of uh, chemistry in the team right now. Um, with uh, kind of bringing Gomez back in or, or something like that, so I think I think he, I think Klopp will keep with the same team, and I think um, as I always do with the end of these episodes with a shout out to Klopp, I think the shout out to Klopp this this episode and um, is is will is just to keep the team the same. Um, I think I would like to see uh, Fabinho, Henderson, and Wijnaldum as my midfield for the next three games. Um, the Champions League quarterfinals and then the Chelsea game. I think that would that's on that's my preferred um, starting three. Obviously, I'd like to see Cater come in as well, um, particularly against Porto. I think Cater would be a, would be a great addition. So, interesting to see interesting to see how Klopp manages that. But other than that, I think that the rest of the team picks itself. So, um, the shout out to Klopp to this week is is to keep the the, the team selection consistent um, and not kind of choose to rest players because of the Champions League or whatever. Um, but yeah, so hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, it's a big, big week for Liverpool coming up, and uh, hopefully we have a positive result when I when I speak to you guys next, uh, reviewing the Chelsea game. So have a great week, and I'll speak to you then.